All right. So today we're sitting at the Heart Beach. <clears throat> nice little place by the beach. I got a guest here, my special friend. <laughs> Her name is Enos. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> um, so, so where are you from? I'm half Dutch, half Portuguese. Okay. And what are you studying? I study liberal arts and sciences. All right. And right now we're gonna about to tear what theme apart? What, what were we talking about? Well, you asked me something about cultural appropriation, cultural and appropriation. I feel like I need to explain it to you. Right. So we're gonna talk a little bit about cultural appropriation. I wonder how long this podcast is gonna go for today. <laughs> um, the limit is 24 minutes. That's what we're trying to keep it at. Um, we were just discussing that, so in India there's one day a year where you can dress the traditional Indian clothing if you're not from India. Is that right? Essentially, yes. Can you explain that a little bit more? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> so there's an Indian holiday called Diwali and um, at least, well, I lived in India, I feel like I should probably clarify that and when I went to school there um, there's a huge celebration on Diwali right um, and everyone participates um, and it's traditional to wear nice clothing during Diwali um, and so everyone would come to school in saris or in kurtas which is um, which is traditional Indian attire okay we got we're getting our drinks now we got some iced coffee and the red barrel is an amazing juice, by the way. Have you tried it? Yeah, it's freaking no. delicious. No. Can I take this or? Um, no. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the second person who wants to take my food. All right, so we're talking about clothing styles, right? And so there's like the burka, and there's no. what else? <laughs> it's a kurta, or a sari, okay. or a half sari, or whatever and you want to wear. These like colorful clothing things that they have there. Yes, these right, are right. Indian Indian clothes. Um, and basically, the discussion sparked because Daniel asked, um, can I say this? Yeah. Okay, Daniel asked, but if, if No, I was saying, like, from, you can't wear this every day, right? No, Because no. then it would be cultural appropriation. It would be cultural appro appropriation because this is traditional clothing right. that has meaning to right. the people of India. Right. Um, so, so then I said that if people come from like these countries to the West and right. they start wearing Western clothing, right. then that's not cultural appropriation, but no. it's integration. No, right? it's 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 nothing. It's, it's just nothing. it is what it is. Like because Western attire, like a T-shirt and jeans or whatever, has absolutely zero cultural ties, historical cultural ties. You agree with this? I, I yeah, it's true because. There, there isn't anything religious, there isn't anything spiritual or traditional behind the clothes that Money. we wear. That's, that's not the same thing. Money is it's a religion a, too, right? No, but it's not culture. Okay, so, culture? so like take for example the Indian bindi, it's, it's the dot that they right. have between their, their eyebrows. There's so much meaning behind that, okay? And people have been discriminated against for wearing a bindi. Indian right. people, when they wear a bindi, they have been discriminated against. It's the same with Muslim women with a headscarf. They get discriminated against for wearing a headscarf. It's the same with black people who have dreads or black people who have braids. It's something for white people to discriminate them for, okay? 
But if a white person does it, they're not going to get discriminated for it. If you see a white guy with dreads, they're not going to not get a job because of that. If you see Ooh, a, you think so? I think Are you so. sure? I think so. I think it's... it's I, would, I would disagree with that. Well, <laughs> I don't care if you disagree. It still holds true that there is so much meaning behind these small cultural fashion trends um, that if a white person was to do it, they would be appropriating this culture. Take for example, okay, so you go to Coachella and you put a bindi on your head or you put like rhinestones or whatever, whatever people wear. To them when they wear that, nothing bad will happen to them for wearing it, okay? Because it's they're just it's what a rhinestone on a white person's forehead. Like it means nothing. However, if somebody who wears it for religious purposes, who wears it because it's their culture, they will get discriminated against for it, and they have. Same with, with braids and dreads and, and, and headscarves and everything. It's it's something that can other people. It's something that if, if a person of color wears these things that are true to their culture, they can get targeted for wearing it. But if a white person wears it, they don't get targeted for wearing it. Okay, so that's, that's I think, the biggest argument when it comes to cultural appropriation. However, and this is how we started the conversation, it's okay to sometimes wear it, right? So, like, take, for example, with Diwali. I would wear a sari, I would wear bengals, I would wear everything that is associated with the outfit because it's a moment to show respect to the country that is hosting you, okay? So I live in India, I'm not Indian. I wouldn't wear a sari as a costume. I wouldn't be like, oh, let's throw an Indian-themed party and we'll all, we're all going to wear a kurta or a sari because that's, that's cultural appropriation. But if it's a celebration, if you're, if you're integrating into the society and you're showing respect for their culture and you know why you're wearing it, you know what the holiday is, you know the traditions, and you're, you're wearing their clothing in an authentic way, like it's not like I would wear a sari and just wrap the whole the whole fabric around me in in a way that isn't how you're supposed to wear it. That would be rude. But if you wear it properly and you know why you're wearing it, you know the tradition, you know the holiday, and you're with your friends who are also wearing it, and you're there in celebration, it's different than if I were to throw a costume party and turn someone's cultural attire into a costume. Right. Because it's not a costume. It's got so much meaning behind it. You don't want to wear it as a costume, but you can wear it as like an everyday thing, right? So no. if you're living in India, why w would it be not okay to like wear their traditional clothing or the clothing that they would normally wear? I mean, you don't have to put on like the most fancy of their clothing, I but mean, just wearing their regular everyday clothing. Um, is that also cult cultural appropriation? Like, I'm just saying, like, so growing up in Guatemala, right? Um, they have, so like every town and every like area in Guatemala has their own colors and like designs on their clothes. So way back in the day, right before the Spanish came, we were all running around naked. Not really, but yeah. And then eventually the Spanish came and then they gave us, or they gave the Guatemalans clothes, right? <clears throat> Meaning, so, so that they could distinguish the different tribes or whatever and the right. different like people that are, that, that are there. And now they still wear like a form of that clothing, right? So like the, they still have their own like traditional things on it and their own colors. So like there's a place called um, Santiago, which in, in the native language, um, is, that, is that even a thing? Like in the, in the indigenous language, um, the place is called, what's it called? 
I forget, but it's something Tsuking, which means uh, bird. And so it's like the place of birds. Right, it's, a, it's a, because there's a lot of birds there apparently. So they have like birds on their on their on their clothing, and um, <clears throat> and uh, throughout the years, <clears throat> a lot of these people have come away from that traditional clothing, traditional in quotes, in quotes, <clears throat> and have started wearing um, jeans and like Western clothing more often because it. it brings them to a different like status level or whatever at least right. mentally and like some people will move to the city and then if you're living in the city then and you're wearing your traditional clothing it gets frowned upon and like so there's like discrimination in that sense yeah so also they kind of feel like they need to switch out right. and come out of that clothing and start wearing the traditional like western clothing but then we always have a couple of westerners that are living in these towns and they decide wow i actually really like this type of clothing and they start wearing the same clothing that the indigenous people and the people actually like it like right. they, they appreciate it like oh look he's wearing the same stuff that i'm wearing and like that's cool you know i don't maybe my style of clothing isn't all that right so it gives right. them a different sense because they always see the westerners come in and they're always wearing jeans and they're like oh shit like if i want to be a decent human being like i have to start wearing that too okay but see so okay what you just said like i have to be a decent human being well, and therefore i have to wear white clothes right. that it all stems from colonialism it all stems from like having being forced to imitate the white person to not appear as a savage okay and so this whole mentality of people like that you have to wear fast fashion western clothing in order to be civilized and you can't wear your traditional cultural clothing comes from this whole idea of of colonization right, right. and 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 you basically said it you were like these people would be discriminated against if they were to wear their original clothing, okay, their cultural clothing, and therefore well, they try, but they transitioned to Western fast fashion, okay. But now a white person goes to Guatemala and wears Guatemalan traditional clothing. Right. They would never be discriminated against for that. No. They would never be, okay. Well, maybe to an extent. Depends. Depends okay. on the situation. But depends still, on where you're doing but, it. But it a, depends on how you're doing it. If a Guatemalan person were to be walking around the United States with traditional clothing what would that be for them right so i have this lady well i don't have her but she's a <laughs> she's a wife of one of my teachers she's guatemalan and he's from the states and i think they're living in china now or they weren't living in china for a while and she wore her traditional clothes her guatemalan traditional clothes in china which is great yeah, yeah it's, it stands out and i've seen a couple actually also in germany like one or like one lady i saw her once Walking down the street, she had the same clothing on. I was like, immediately I recognized it. And I was like, that's Guatemala. Yeah. That's my that's my style of clothing right over there. Yeah. And um, but my point is, you said like white clothing, like Western clothing, has no culture, has no religious background or anything like that. No. So like, I still feel like let's say the Levi, Le Levis or Levi, or Levi? how do you want to call it, Levi jeans. Levi. You know, you know the story of the Levi jeans, how that came to be. Tell me. So Levi jeans is um. So the, during the war, uh, the World War, <laughs> this guy was living in, in, in Stuttgart in, in Germany and he was Jewish and he made clothes. And during the war he decided to escape, he ran away and he went from, this, from, from Germany, he went to the States and in the States he started making jeans. This is the first time the jeans ever came out. And um, these jeans eventually turned into Levi jeans. So I feel like there is some sort of like 
you know, okay, idea right. and like perspective and like it's a traditional way saying. of like making clothes and then it's like, okay, this is what we wear. Question. And okay. why do why why do other people have to like come here and wear the same thing? Why can't they wear their, their clothing? But so like I, if somebody's I, wearing I a burqa here, we always like discriminated against it, right? Yeah. So like people are wearing their traditional stuff here would yeah. look down upon it. Yeah. But in other countries, like in India, they would look down upon it if you you would wear their traditional clothes. Is that what you're saying? It depends on the context. But okay, I do I do want to ask you though. Tell me a story of when someone was ever discriminated against for wearing jeans. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, maybe not discriminated, that. but okay, let's so put it this way. Like <clears throat> maybe during the first couple of years, now it doesn't hit anymore as, as hard, but <clears throat> Uh, when I was when I was younger in Guatemala, <clears throat> getting a bit I, nervous. I, yeah, no, I, a little bit because like I don't I don't like using personal examples, mm. and I don't want to say that I've been discriminated against, but like I feel like okay, I did have it maybe economically a little bit better than than most Guatemalan kids that like from my town, and. Um, my clothing and my style would create some sort of like let's say jealousy or, or some sort of anger because they'd be like oh he thinks he's so cool you know because he's wearing this and that and so like to an extent you do kind of want to play down <clears throat> your style or your, or your clothing so that it doesn't stand out too much to the point where like I'm showing off with what I have with what I'm wearing you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, if you get some 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 new shoes, for example, and then you like try to keep them clean all the time, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at this pussy!" Like, it's fucking shoes, right? And then if you got some like trashy shoes, nobody's gonna care because it's like, okay, he's one of us, right? Because okay. <laughs> we all got trashy but shoes. How does this relate to cultural appropriation? <clears throat> right, cultural appropriation. <laughs> shoes. <clears throat> Do they wear shoes, tennis shoes, culturally, and 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 is this like a cultural there's no, there's thing no in, in other countries? There's no culture behind shoes. Like tennis shoes, like sneak. No? Yeah, sure. There, it, it it could have derived from a certain no subculture, but it's it's not the same because, like I said before, and so it's, like it's, Nike, there's no culture in Nike, even sure, though it's been there, around I'm for like sure eighty years. Is, but you, no one would ever be targeted for wearing a pair of sneakers, and somebody would for sure be targeted for having braids in their hair or for wearing a hijab or a burqa or a, wearing a bindi. So you think if I would get like dreadlocks, that that wouldn't you lower my standards. First of all, because yeah, but you're like, not black. No. <laughs> but that wouldn't lower my, my opportunities in getting jobs if I would get dreadlocks. The thing is, if you would get dreadlocks, you wouldn't be targeted half as much as if a black person had dreadlocks because you're white. You'd be targeted by the people who understand that as a white person, you should never wear dreadlocks. What? Say that again? <laughs> <laughs> kind of lost me there. <laughs> As a white person, yeah. wearing dreadlocks is not cultural, okay? Because you cultural. don't you don't have the you don't have that culture. That's not that's not part of your ancestry. Okay, so okay. there's like natural but dreadlocks, also, right? But and then there's like dreadlocks. But that... also, as a white person, you don't need to wear dreadlocks, okay? Because dreadlocks and braids are are a way of of styling black hair to make it to, to be more efficient it's just it's something be more efficient so like um we had the class on 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 uh rastafari's and like the the whole like dreadlock and the whole rasta community yeah in jamaica and in the caribbean and 
dreadlocks and this sort of hairstyle actually came out of a protest towards um, like regular Western traditional hairstyles. So like Westerners have like these short hair, right? And it's nice and combed and everything. And then like as a protest to that, Rastafs made their dreads. Okay, they so kept their dreads. Okay, so there's a history behind that—a history of oppression, a history of of Definitely. revolution, yeah. and that's and something so, that. But, as a but white anybody person, can do it. So like, if I feel oppressed or whatever, and I feel like I want to be part of that movement, I could just get myself some dreadlocks as well, I mean, right? You couldn't fully be a part of that movement because it wasn't—it wasn't a movement of your people. Right, but with, with you them, can support it, it. You can be an ally towards the movement, but it's the same. Okay, if you look at the Black Lives Matter protest, it's wonderful when there's people of all diversities that participate in in the rights of Black people. Okay, that's right. amazing. However, there are certain there's certain slogans, there's certain chants that a white person simply should not say, okay? Take, for example, the whole... Are you going to say it? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I can say, I mean, yeah. Like, the, the, the slogan of, I can't breathe. Right. That is a very powerful statement. But as a white person, if I were to participate in a protest and, and participate in saying, I can't breathe, that wouldn't be true because a cop yeah. would never come to me and and violently assault me to the point to which I can't breathe. That would never happen to me because I'm not black. So if I participate in that, it's taking away from the experience of the people who are actually fearful that that could happen to them, right? But I can still participate in the protest because it's a, it's a, it's a cause I want to fight for. It's a cause that I believe in. So However, the there are certain... with the hairs and the, with the, with the exactly. dress styles and everything. Yeah. It all falls into the same category. There's certain, so there's can... certain cultures that belong to the oppressed that shouldn't be appropriated by the people who have never been oppressed, who, have, who don't know oppression. White people don't know oppression. It's true. White people don't know oppression. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Sure. We oppress each other, though, right? But it's not the same thing. We would, I, would ne I, could, I would be able to walk down the street and not be fearful that the color of my skin, the style of my hair, the clothes that I'm wearing would be a reason for someone to attack me. Remember, she lives in Holland. Let's say you would be living in, uh, I don't know, let's, let's just but throw something out everywhere. there. This happens in Holland as well. Right, but not to you because you're because white. I'm white. Yeah, but yeah. if you would be living in a place where the minority is white, do you think that that would might happen to you? Like you no, might because ha I have, have I to have, deal with these sort of like racial things. I have lived in places where white were in the minority, and still because of colonization, because because of global westernization, white white standards, white beauty is never looked down upon ever. White is always right. Sure, <laughs> sadly, but even when. I was in the minority as a white person living in India. So do you think? Do, do you think? Do you think like that? <clears throat> this 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 notion to, to think that like, you know, because like, this happens in a lot of countries where like this, this everybody wants to be like the West, right? Like there's this there's this notion that oh we have to be like the more Western we become, the more advanced our, our country or the the better well, the more civil the more civil we are, yeah, right? Sadly. Sadly, yeah. sadly, um, <clears throat> do you think that's 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 <clears throat> that's a thing that 
is created. So like, are they forced into that, or do they do they themselves feel like their culture isn't it's, at our le- at the Western level, or it, 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 where where do you think this 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 notion comes from? Because I mean, like, why not just embrace your own thing and like stick to it and try to promote it as much as possible, right? Because I'm sure. In an ideal world, that is what would be the case. But due to years and years and years of oppression of of white supremacy, right? But if you say they're free now, why would they not. still? They're not free now. That's the problem. We're, this is still this is still a movement that's ongoing, because people are still being discriminated against for their culture, and something that's something that they can't do anything about. They're still being discriminated against for their the color of their skin, for the way they sell their hair, for the clothes that they wear. That's still a thing. You, you, you'd be ignorant if you believed that we live in a world where all types of diversity is accepted because that's just not the world that we live in. Right. Right. Okay. This has been nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're at um, 20 minutes exact. We got no 21 almost. So we got two, three more minutes. You wanna, you wanna end it with a conclusion. You have, you have some ending to this. You, you wanna sh- give a shout to something. We should oppress less. We should maybe wear whatever we wanna wear or not wear whatever we wanna wear. Or you have like some sort of nice ending that we can give to this. I think the conclusion is that we should all be mindful. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, we should be mindful of different cultures, of different. Of, of different races and different religions and we should understand that it's not all up for grabs by the white people it's we can't and there's no you can't appropriate white culture there's no reverse racism there's no racism against white people that is not a thing and so you can't pretend like it is all right you heard it that's Ines <laughs> telling you right there no racism towards white people Spread the love. I'm going to end it with this. Um, Yeah, one love, right? One love. It's not appropriating Bob Marley right there either. (laughs) You guys have a nice day. Thank you for listening. And um, I'll hit you up with the next podcast coming up soon. Peace out.